0: What's up, guys? It is Brad with College Sportscast. Got John Hammonds here with me tonight. We are here to do our Week 24 Season 2 College Game Day Pick'ems. And hope you guys enjoy guys welcome in everybody like i said this is college sportscast we do a weekly game day pick'em here at college sportscast starting with football season all the way through at least basketball season not sure exactly how we're going to do baseball season but we will do a little bit during baseball season as well so welcome in i got hammonds with me tonight what's up hammonds did you go to your uh, game yeah how'd it turn out
1: there's a blowout.
0: Did, did your girl win your niece or net, whatever she is? Well, she's my
1: she's my baby cousin, but yeah,
0: cousin. she uh, she actually got
1: her 1,000th point tonight. So at the next home game, she'll get a basketball. So that's cool. Um, real good athlete.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know I've heard you talk about it. I couldn't remember. I know she's related to you. Couldn't remember yeah, where it it's was.
1: My, it's, my cousin's, yeah. it's my cousin. It's my it's my first cousin's kid. Okay. All
0: right, man. Well, so. We're doing it on Friday night again. I just kind of got in. So last night I went to Lexington covering women's college uh, basketball with Kentucky now and went to the game, went to Rupp last night, and the girls played great, played a really good game. But unfortunately, the basketball gods has not been in Kentucky's favor the last two nights. Mm -hmm. And both men's and the women's, lost to a late lead and lost in overtime in heartbreak fashion in back-to-back nights at Rupp. So yeah. I just kind of wanted to throw that in there. I'm enjoying covering the women's Kentucky uh, basketball and uh, appreciate Cammy shout out Cammy. If you do watch this, I know you talked to you last night and you are aware of our podcast here. So shout out to Cammy Moore um, and Kentucky women's basketball I appreciate everything you guys opportunities and it's been fun. I love to be in there. I'm getting to, uh, I got to, John, I got to enter. I got to not interview, but I got to ask a question during the post game press conference to the Mississippi state coach, to Kyra Elsie, to the players. I mean, it's pretty cool. I have to say, of course, that's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So, um, had, had a great night and, uh, Unfortunately, it was in a tough loss. Um, The girls are now 9-13. and They're in a tough season. Last night would have been a very big win for them if it would have happened. Mississippi State is coming off of a win versus LSU women's Mm -hmm. on Monday night. And for them to be up four with a minute to go. But, I mean, you know, they're a good team, and they figured out a way to come back and win, so gotta give props to them also i'm not giving props to florida just so y'all know just i just want y'all to know that (laughs) kentucky should have closed that crap out they were the better team mississippi state was probably the better overall team last night but kentucky had a chance and was right there and fought hard girls Mm -hmm. fought hard so i you know i'm proud (laughs) of them the way they did last night so um anyways Kind of get that off um, and, and get that going tonight. We are here to do our game day pickems. Go to homefieldapparel.com. And over 180 college teams to pick from. They are dropping new stuff as we speak. They got new um, Duke and North Carolina gear out today for the rival game tomorrow. So go there. There's lots of cool stuff there. Lots of cool logos and mascots. Go there and use our code CSCAST if you are a first-time buyer and get 15% off. Mm -hmm. All right, Hammonds. We have got a fun-filled Saturday. Some really great games. I'm going to throw you one or two curveballs in here, but I figure you watch enough basketball, you can probably – talk and cover some of these, but I, I am going to throw you one or two curveballs in here. I'm just going to warn you. <laughs> all right, Hammonds? Okay. You got this, right? Yeah, I got it.
2: <laughs>
0: all right. You so, these are draft kings. I am using draft kings for these. What's that?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no I was just listening to you.
0: We always use DraftKings here at College SportsCast, so these threads are for um, are off of DraftKings. Robert Rhodes, hello. Yes, it looks like Liam Cohen is leaving us again. I will talk more about that on the weekend or for our Big Fuss show. Um, but I do have a poll on College SportsCast on Facebook. Go vote in our poll for who you want as the next OC. I do have a poll. Go vote, Robert, if you hadn't. Um, Our first game tonight, John, is going to be UConn, who is a four-point favorite at St. John's tomorrow. I'm really games of the day.
1: I'm really surprised that this line is not bigger because, I'll be honest with you, right now St. John's is not playing well enough to to win this game. Um, You know, I think they're honoring – If I'm not mistaken, it was told this week they're honoring the 1999 Elite Eight team. St. John's is. So, um, this is a big game, especially at home. I just think UConn is the better team right now. Um, St. John's lost last week, or I guess this past week, to Xavier. Lost by 11. And UConn beat Xavier by 43. So, there you go. I mean, I know that one game don't mean less (laughs) than the other, but... Right. Um, Most of the time, you know, the talents, the talents there for UConn. um, You know, St. John's has got a really good inside man with Joel Soriano. Um, Danis Jenkins is a really good player. I just think UConn's the better team here. Um, I think UConn, we've said it on our podcast, what, the last three or four weeks, that they probably have the highest ceiling of anybody in the country you know, going forward to win it all. And, you know, they got Donovan clinging back. Um, so this is a really, really good team. And I just – I know it's a road game. I know there's going to be a lot against them, you know, being on the road. But I just – I can't go away from UConn right now. They're I mean, playing two
0: St. John's – listen, Patino in his first year um, – you know after he was hired everybody transferred he literally had nobody on the team mm-hmm. he brought in some guys through the transfer portal and everything else trying to get this program turned around he's in his first year he started out fairly decent since big east play has began
2: it's kind of they've been you know court.
0: it's been a little rough since big east play began yeah. And UConn, I agree with you. I think is one of the better teams in the country again. And I, I, I agree with you. Give me the four points. I'll, I'll, you know, and and I'll take UConn in this one.
1: But at the at the end of it though, I wouldn't be shocked either if St. John's wins this game. So either way, I mean, I actually would kind of be shocked
0: if St. John's wins this game. Honestly. Well, I mean,
1: I, I wouldn't be so much because it's the Big East. They've been eating their, eating their, eating their own, um, all year long. Yeah, so,
0: Johns ain't been one of those. They haven't really won any big games in the Big East.
1: No, nah, not really. But they, they are improved from a year ago. That, 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 that's for sure.
0: They are. I will give them that. And he will get them going. He's a well. Good and,
1: coach. And, and another thing that they really do that a lot of people don't notice is they play really good defense. Um, so well, this yeah. could be this could be one of those grind grinders teeth grinder yeah. games. So all
0: right, John, this is one of my curveballs. balls. I threw this in because it's a mountain West game. And I think mountain West deserves a little bit of talk here at college sports cast. They have one of the better conferences, top five, six conferences in the country. I believe um, there's really? about five teams out there that could make the dance and Utah state is ranked. They're 17th in the country. And mm. in the AP poll, San Diego State right now was ranked, but they've been knocked out. This is at San Diego State, and they are a five-point favorite at home. What do you what do you think on this game, John?
1: Man, I love this game. Uh, you got two really good teams in the Mountain West. Um, you got for Utah State, they got a guy by the name of Great Um, <laughs> Yes, that's his first name is Great. I um, I told <laughs> you you would know this crap. You got yeah, it. He, he's good. Um, You know, Utah State's five and two on the road. Um, You know, their only defeats, I think, were Bradley and at New Mexico, which whenever you play at the pit, the pit, usually New Mexico turns into the 98 Bulls. But the other night they didn't. Um, Boise State made sure that. Boise State picked up a big win on the road. Um, I think this is a really close game all the way through. I just think Arizona or Arizona, San Diego State gets the nod. Um, I think the line is a little too high, though. Um, I think you're going, I'm going to take Utah State in the points here because this Utah State team is really, really good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think both of these teams are really good. I think both right now deserve to be in the dance. Um, You know, a little over a month from now, we're into February now. now. It's getting getting nitty gritty time.
2: Now, Um, if I was a little bit worried,
1: the only thing I would be kind of worried about in this game is San Diego State's kind of been up and down of late, um, but they do have this game at home, so which is a big plus.
0: Yep, I agree with you. Sorry, I realized I, I, I left Roberts. Well, and <laughs> another thing,
1: another thing too, another thing too is they're playing on the road, so. Um, that's the, that's been their yeah. I mean, it's always teams.
0: tough to go on the road. San Diego State's got a, a great team, tough team. They're going to be tough to to beat them on the road. I am kind of with you on this one. I do think five is a little high. So I think mm-hmm. I'm going to take Utah State in this one. Well, or as well, and take the five instead of give it. Well, um, the only the only losses that San Diego State's really had
1: is on the road. They're they're undefeated at home. So this is right. a really big game. What's up, Maddie? um Maddie is from the group chat he's an aztec fan um if i'm not mistaken he and he and a buddy of his is going to the game tomorrow i'm not for sure if they are going
0: yet but well, see and i better. added it i thought it was a perfect game to add from the mountain west they the mountain west deserve some some talk about here at college sportscast so you got five or six teams that could be
1: Beat each other on any given night, like it's yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a great league. I, mean, it's I think good, it's good, top good.
0: five or six in the country for sure. Maybe top four, uh, you know, in the country. Maddie, so, Maddie is confirmed. He will be at the game tomorrow. So okay, cool. Should be having fun. fun. Experience. Sounds like a blast. Sounds like a blast. I mean, I know that they are rabid fans out there for San Diego State and and the Mountain West for that matter. Um, so. All right, man. Our next game, John, this is one of the big games of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, We got Houston at Kansas, and believe it or not, Houston is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Lawrence Uh, tomorrow, according to DraftKings. Listen, Uh,
1: (laughs) that's a little – I'm just saying that's that's according to DraftKings. I don't know. I'm gonna tell you something. This Houston defense is absolutely special. Like they really get after the basketball. Um, I just don't see Kansas guards matching up with these guys. Now it's
0: up, Daniel? It being at
1: Kansas, it being at Kansas now, it might be a different story. Um, but Cryer and Jamal Shed, listen, Shed might be an all-American. Um, you know, he is an all-American for me anyways. He is one of the best defenders in the country. He can score, too. And I'll tell you something else, too. Houston will dictate the pace of this game by the way they play defense. Um, Kansas is not going to get their normal running up to the three-point line because Houston's going to take that away, try to take that away. Um, Houston plays
0: crazy defense. I mean, they are
1: one of the best teams. Helter-Skelter defense. They get after you, um, you know. Go so watch how they play the pick and roll. It's different than hardly it, any team in the country. It's beautiful the way they play. It's absolutely. It might not be your favorite game, you know, offensively, but the way they play defense, it's it's right to perfection how they run their sets. And yep. man,
0: I want to pick Houston. <laughs> but
2: you got to remember this. Oh.
0: This. It's so hard to pick against Kansas in Lawrence, man. I mean Well Lawrence. the
2: thing it is it's
1: in the fog, man. And and I, I, I would oh, man, that's tough. Um how about we do this? How about I Kansas to cover the two points? Does that work? Yeah.
0: I, I think- just I'm I'm afraid, I'm afraid to pick. this I'm game with before. you on this. I'm gonna we've been doing. Something. I'm gonna do different. I think. I mean, this Houston team is for real. I really do believe just because of their defense and Jamal Shed. L.J. Crier is playing. Jamal Shed's playing amazing. He is. Um, you know, I, I just uh, they've been Listen. playing well enough, and I, and I don't trust this Kansas team. They really haven't uh-huh. played well. The last two I'll, weeks, I'll tell
1: you why I don't trust this Kansas team, and, and not just tomorrow, but going forward, they don't have a lot of depth, and their their shooting is not real good. Now, you you look at the game against Iowa State, they just, which Iowa State we got to we got to thank, they're playing at Hilton, but they were shooting over seventy percent from three, like they was just burning the nets up. But yep. Kansas couldn't hit, and they got behind quick. And they do that going forward in the tournament
0: and such. I think this is a dangerous game for them. If they lose this, this will be three Saturdays in a row that they've lost. Yeah, it's – well, and they've already lost to UCF and –
1: who was it? UCF. They lost to UCF. Oh, West Virginia. They lost to West Virginia on the road. And then they lost to Iowa State. So, um, this is a tough game for Kansas, I think. They they need to they need to get right with this game. I think a win here.
0: Would, I think I'm gonna go with Williams. Houston in this one and 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 lay the two and a half points, even though it's in the fog. And that's tough to say. I'm just yeah. saying, y'all. That's tough to say. It is. All right. So my next one is Auburn on the road at Ole Miss. A week ago, Auburn was looking great, up to eighth in the country. They lost two games. On the road, um, and now they're on the road again. And you know, old miss has been playing some good ball, and Draft Kings has them as as old miss. I mean, Auburn as a four point favorite here. So on the well, road, what do you think? At home, I'm taking it Auburn because in the jungle, I think they're no, gonna cover well. No, it's an Ole old miss. Um, I know
1: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's at on no, miss. If it was in the jungle, now I
0: would I'd probably take, I'd probably take at Auburn. All, I would take Auburn in this for sure. But the four points kind of scares me at Ole Miss. Well, you know, the Rebels are 13-0 at home, okay? They've had some really close
1: calls. They beat they edged a winless Detroit Mercy by one, okay? Um, they beat Sam Houston State by three. They beat Memphis by three, which Memphis is kind of sinking. Their ship's sinking a little bit lately. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Auburn is not a good team on the road at all.
0: They um, haven't showed it so far.
1: They struggle on the road. You know, they at the only game that they really I thought played really well was the Alabama game, um, where they came back and, and made it made it a game and, and got finished with Alabama. I felt like yeah. that was their best road game. But beyond those two, beyond that one. This Auburn team has just not been good on the road. Um, and I'm going to tell you something. The Pavilion is going to be loud. This is probably the best team that Ole Miss has had in quite a few years. Um, and they still have no zero quad one wins. Auburn, by the way, they still without a quad one win, which they need. And And I tell right. people this. this. This Auburn team, if they don't get a quad one win, which I think they will eventually, This team's going to be hard to see come tournament time.
0: Where do you put them at? Right now, it's very difficult to put them in the top four, if you ask me, with with zero quad one wins
2: and
1: a four seed or above. But, you know, Chris Beard has done a really good job at Ole Miss. Um, That place is going to be rocking. It was rocking the other night against Mississippi State. That was the most fun I've had watching a rivalry game in quite some time. Like, that place was noisy. And you think it's noisy the other night? Wait till Auburn comes to town. That place is going to be a jungle, just like it like it is in Auburn. So um, I'm going to go the upset here. I don't like Auburn on the road. I think they don't they don't necessarily play well on the road. Um, now beating Auburn at home that's a different that's a different cake. But I'm going to take Ole Miss at home this weekend.
0: I think Ole Miss gets you know, John- a game. I think that's where I'm going to lean. Ole Miss has played really well. I mean, man, you have to give all the shouts out in the world to Chris Beard and the job that he has done coming in to Ole Miss. And, I mean, even Morrell, who was there last year, is playing so much better under Chris Beard. I mean – I will say this. And, of course, they have picked up transfers too, but Morrell is playing SEC – like. You know, top SEC ball. Name to
1: watch. Name to watch Jalen Murray. If you've not watched Jalen Murray play basketball,
0: this weekend's a good opportunity. He's a really good athlete. They got 7-1 and 7-5 in the middle. Yeah, they're taking I mean, you know, this is a really good
1: team. Now, I know they got whipped whipped at Tennessee, but – On the the road,
0: at Tennessee, yes, they did. But they did good at home. They do. They compete. They good at home. They compete. Yep. So I think I'm going to take Ole Miss and and lay the four points or take the four points in this one. Um, All right, John, so this is another curveball, all right? Okay. Just going to be honest with you. You probably know a little bit about these teams. So Drake, who has been pretty good the last couple of years, And Indiana State are – whoops, that's supposed to say Indiana, not Indians. (laughs) (laughs) We're good. Uh, Hang hang on a minute. That's a (laughs) mistype, my bad. (laughs) Okay, it's fixed now. Drake at Indiana, not Indians State, Indiana State. Indiana State has got a well of a team – I think well, they are going to be in the unless they just fall apart. Well, and they're averaging
1: 85 points per game, 85.8 points per game. Um, you know, they got a really good player in Isaiah <laughs> This is a
0: Swoom. conference rival game within their conference as
1: well. They got a guy by the name of Robbie Avila. Um, he is really, really good in the paint. Um, the only issue I have with this Indiana State team, they haven't really played well defensively. They gave up 73 points per game. Um, I think they gave up 70 points in their last game. And if they want to win this game, they got they got to play better because Drake is a really good basketball team. Um, they got a guy by the name of Tucker DeFries that can absolutely shoot the rock. They can really light it up from deep. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I don't know, man. This is a tough one. Where's this game at? You said it's Indiana State,
0: it's right? At Indiana State.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm, it's that's that's a tough one because state. probably Let's the be- winner of this game is going they to be. They have a-
0: one of the better teams that they have had since Larry Bird left in 1979. So yes, I will agree with yeah. that. Yes. Um Drake is
1: nine and two in the MVC, Missouri Valley. Indiana State's ten and one. So Indiana State wins, they get a little um, breathing room, but if Drake wins this, then you, you've got a mess because it's probably going to come down to the last day. Um, and they shoot really good from three. Um, Indiana State does. Drake does two at times. Um, both teams are really, really good. Um, these are two of my favorite teams to watch going down the stretch because one of them might not even get in the tournament.
0: Um, they might not. And, you're you're, you're um, exactly right. In the Missouri Valley, they may only get one team in. You know, I don't know. And that's a t- and that's a
1: tough environment to where they're going. We're yeah. Indiana. Indiana. Um, Drake's going into a bus tomorrow. I think. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to take Indiana State. Um, you know, Drake has had some some blunders ever so often, and I think they have another one this weekend. I just think Indiana State's very good offensively for Drake to to win this game on the road.
0: So Matt says best shooting team from three in the country. And he also says rally towels there in Terre Haute going to be a raucous rock. A, how do you say that word? Rosh's
1: environment.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ross, uh environment. I was trying to say it. It just wasn't coming out right. All right. So I think I'm going to take the sycamores in this one. Um, You got the powder blues with the sycamores kind of it's kind of a throwback for me. I mean, I remember that stuff when I was growing up when I was a little kid, Larry Bird and magic. And, you know, um, so I think I'm going to take the sycamores in this one. That's where I'm going. And that was I had to throw you a couple of curveballs. I figured you would know a lot about both of them. So. All right. One of the biggest rivalries in college basketball. Fires back up tomorrow evening. We got Duke at North Carolina. North Carolina is a four-point favorite according to DraftKings. And these were taken off of DraftKings like an hour before the show. So they were up to date about an hour, hour and a half ago.
1: And I'll say this. Duke has won 11 of 12 games. And North Carolina has won 10 of their last 11. Somebody's going to have to lose this game. Um, You know, despite the way North Carolina played against Georgia Tech, this has been a very good North Carolina team um, that ranks seventh overall and fourth in adjusted defense efficiency, according to Kim Palm. R.J. Davis might be one of the best players in the country. He's averaging 21 points per game. Um, This is going to be a fun game. This should be a battle. I think rebound and guard play wins this game, I think. Um, R.J. Davis, to me, is the best player on this court. And I think the rebound battle will go to to North Carolina with Baycott and and Ingram. Um, I think they both average um, eight rebounds per game. Duke has beat Notre Dame, Louisville, and Pittsburgh. of The world's on the road. But here's my thing with this is Duke really hasn't played anybody up until this point. Um, that, that that really can challenge them. On the um, road. On the road. Um, and this will be a tough road environment. The Dean Center is a really a tough place to play. Yeah. Um, I'm going Tar Heels this game. This is a good Duke team. It's not a, like you said the other night, it's not a great Duke team.
0: Uh, they yeah, have, I think they I'm going to go Tar Heels. I mean, North Carolina looks like one of the best teams in the country to me. They have lately. They um, you know, R.J. Davis and the- is playing is playing. All American, like he, uh, Nash, you know, uh, all American, like he's playing that good. Well, and um, I feel like Ingram, North Carolina, Ingram, Ingram is North Carolina playing has the, a lot of veterans. Yeah. North Carolina yeah. has a lot Ingram of veterans. Transferred too. transferred in there and he's playing really, really well. Um, and of course, you got Baycock that's been there, seems like, for 12 years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and two, and two, they're a veteran team. Um, I think yeah. they're a little bit more veteran-oriented than Duke is. And I, I think this is going to be a split. I think North Carolina wins at home, and I think Duke wins the, the last game of the year because yeah. most I mean, of the time that, that's, that's usually, that's that's usually how it goes. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's
0: that's pretty norm most of the time, I would think. Usually, the, yeah. I think tomorrow in the Dean Center, I, I'm going to take North Carolina in this game and lay the four points. Yeah,
1: I, that's what I think, Yep. Yeah.
0: All right, our next one is a Big 12 game. We got Iowa State at Baylor. Baylor is a three point favorite at home here. Iowa State has been playing really well, but they won some big games at home. I'm not so sure about them on the road, but at the same time, Baylor hasn't been, you know, massively impressive. They lost, you know, a one point game last weekend at home.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think in this one?
2: That was like a
0: triple overtime game last last week that they lost. I'll be I'll be honest with you, man.
1: I don't like Iowa State on the road. Um which Baylor hasn't really played as well either. Um they're both coming into this game, you know, playing their best at home. Um which Iowa State's undefeated at the Hilton Hilton Magic as I call it 13-0 and they're just two and two on the road. The cyclones are first in the conference in turnover margin. Um and the and Baylor is 3rd Where What'd you say this game was at again?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's at Baylor. Mm,
1: man, I want to take Baylor. I like I was stating this one just because they can shoot the three. Um and Baylor. I think is ranked twelfth in field goal defense in the Big Twelve. I think they get they give up a lot of open shots. And I think that's going to be the, the biggest issue tomorrow. Um as much as I don't want to take Iowa State right now, um, because I do not trust them on the road or away from Hilton Magic. Um just I mean, when they when they play at Hilton, they turn into the showtime Lakers. Carolina's been playing. <laughs> Daniel, it's, it's absolutely it, – it'll blow your mind.
0: Dude. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, John. I, I'm not really trusting Baylor right now. They just seem I, to find I a way to lose. Way. This is not – I mean, but at the same time, I'm not real confident about Iowa State on the road either. I ain't either. I say what I'm going to do, I'm just going to take – So the this is a to tough Baylor. game – Nick, Nick Mocken, if this is you, Nick, absolutely. I love watching Caitlin Clark. I love that she is chased down at number two now. She's only 103 points away from the all-time collegiate scoring record. Um, she's averaging 32 points a game. So that's only about three games away, guys. If you're not paying attention, Caitlin Clark is about to demolish the all-time scoring record. In women's and politics. I'll even
1: and not not to get it off topic, but I'll even go say they want nobody ever break it. I don't think if she ever gets <laughs> to that. Um, yeah. but god, this is a tough one. I want to pick Iowa State because they're playing really with it.
2: It. Um,
0: check out Iowa the Bodkins State- show at Let's Talk Sports, that's another pr- uh, thing that we are part of. Let's Talk Sports. Check out the Botkins show. The Botkins show. His name is Nick Botkins. They they do great stuff, and he's funny, and sometimes he's a little crazy. <laughs> Shh, don't tell him I said that. Right.
1: <laughs> let's keep it moving, man. All
0: right. So I don't know who to pick in this game. Um but I think I'm gonna go Baylor at home. And I took him last yeah. week. And
1: I think I'm gonna take Baylor. I but probably I shouldn't have. I don't trust <laughs> so, Baylor at this. Point. I don't trust I, I trust Baylor. I mean Iowa State more than I do Baylor, but I don't trust I was down the road. That's that's my biggest I mean Baylor issue.
0: should win this at home. I mean, but I don't know. All right, so our next game is Mississippi State out at Alabama. Alabama is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, and if you guys ain't paying attention, Alabama's leading the SEC. Um, They are 7-1, and I think, in the SEC, and leading the SEC, they are playing some great ball, um, coming from behind and winning by double figures in games. So, John, what do you think on, on on this game? I don't like
1: Mississippi State on the road. Um, they're just a totally – they're a totally different team than they are when they're in Starkville. Um, they're just a mirror of each other. And, man, I, I'll just be honest with you. Playing at Coleman Coliseum is a tough environment. You know, you saw it with Auburn. They got down double digits. Um, when, I'm going to tell you, when Alabama gets that offense rolling – with Sears and and, Griffith and 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 those guys and and Nelson, man, they hard to play against. But it, it's like the other night when they played Georgia, they got down and you thought, oh no, Alabama's not going to come back and win this game. Well, they come back and beat Georgia, which Georgia has had chances to win against Tennessee at home. Convince Alabama and, and choke both of them. Yeah. So, um, when this Alabama oh, yeah. offense gets rolling and they're playing at a high level, they're really hard to guard against. They're really hard to com- compete against. Now, I will say this, Mississippi State will kind of attack that because of their defense a little bit, Um, maybe slow them down a little bit. But they're, it's a lot to slow this Alabama offense down. They're them in Kentucky, I, don't I like
0: think. Mississippi State, John, but I'm with you. They don't play well on the road. And Mark Sears is playing all SEC level guys, like he well, is. If you want, if you want to be honest, the top
1: three, if we're being frank, is you know Dalton Connect, Mark Sears, and Antonio Reeves. If we're, you know, for for players. In the
0: SEC. right now, yeah, I, I, I think, think three man race, and, and Mark Sears is one of them. He's playing that well in the he's really, SEC. He's really
2: well, yeah. Yeah, but so I'm, I'm going like to take you
0: even this is eight and a half points. I think I'm going to lay the points and take back. But you know. This is one of those games,
1: you know, Alabama, you know, they went on a streak, what was it, a couple, like, last year. They, they went really, really well, and they had a clunker game. To me, this feels like a clunker game to me. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just my thinking, or, or maybe I'm just adding too much to it, but they usually have one of those clunkers in the conference that, you know, hey, they don't yeah. really shoot that good. And But Mississippi State will have to shoot – to me, at least forty-five, forty-six percent. If they want to win this game, they can't shoot nothing below that because they're they're not going into Coleman Coliseum and going to just run run ragged all over Alabama with the offense that they got.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, they'd have to play their their best two will have to play really well to beat Alabama, I
1: think. which is which yeah. is the big man, in the middle Tulo Smith, and um, and yeah. Josh Cover
0: and Josh Hubbard
2: yeah
1: well Shaquille Moore he's not really been a he's not really been a threat lately like he's they've kind of they've kind of closed him off a little bit so
0: yeah Matthews is pretty good on the glass and stuff in the middle yeah Yeah, and stuff like that they have a good team they're just not they're not real great on the road to be. I just don't think they're built for road games to be honest that's just me Yeah. All right. So this is a big one at the West Coast Conference. Um, It's a big game every single year out there. We got St. Mary's at Gonzaga. Gonzaga is a four point favorite at home. St. Mary's has been known to go in there and beat them on occasion. So what do you think about this one? Man, Gonzaga
1: has been so daggone inconsistent, you know, all season long. I think they're 0-4 against the spread this year um, against Quadrant Ones. Um, their defense is one of the best in the country, the Gales. Um, I think I'm going to do a backdoor cover here. Uh, I'm going to take St. Mary's in the three and a half. I think this is a really close game. Um, the thing about St. Mary's is they try to play your game, their game. Slow the pace. Gonzaga likes to to do more running and gunning, um, trying to move the pace a little bit quicker. Um, St. Mary's. That don't play with St. Mary's. St. Mary's is one of those teams that likes to slow the pace down. And they got a guy by the name of Aiden Mahaney. If you've never watched him play, one of the best guards in the country that can light it up from the three. Um, he's really, really good. Um, Gonzaga to me, these next two or three games coming up are crucial. Honestly. Yeah, Kentucky's um, you know, next Saturday. They play Kentucky next Saturday, they play St. Mary's tonight or tomorrow. Tomorrow night, um, These are crucial games, I think, because what happens if Gonzaga don't have a quad one win, you know, going into the WCC tournament? Do they make the tournament or do they not?
0: I mean, they'll have to return favor and go to St. Mary's, so they could get that win. But yeah. I mean, you know, um, Listen,
1: you know. So I'm I mean, not. I'm not hating on. I'm not hating on Gonzaga. I think they're a really good coach team of Mark Few. It's just not your normal Gonzaga team. It's just
0: they're not, not, but I I think I am gonna take them at home in this game. Yeah, I am too. But St. Mary's could definitely upset them as well. So you know here's the thing about Gonzaga, they had a few
1: injuries too early in the year. They lost a a big man, and and that's really hurt them, I think. Yeah, yeah. Especially early in this season and getting towards the end of the February.
0: I agree. (laughs) All right, so I'm gonna switch it up here. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to take this to a Sunday game. This is Purdue at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's coming off of a loss now. Um, yeah. so they're at the top 10. They was up 19
1: on the road, on the road at Nebraska and, and got beat by eight. And got beat by eight in overtime. So, I yeah. mean, Listen, man, this Wisconsin this team game does
0: not have this this game does not have a line yet because it's a Sunday game. So there's
2: yeah, it's, no it's, line it's on not, this
1: game. It's not come out yet. Here's the yeah. thing about Wisconsin. Their offensive prowess is a lot better this year. They're more of an offensive team. Um, you know, they play really good defense too. They've always been known for their defense. But they're going up against a tough task Sunday, especially with Zach Eady. But I'll say this. The Cole Center is not a fun place to play. Let me just tell you, that, that's a tough environment. Um, you know they got a really outstanding player in AJ Stores. He's been a really big plus for them all season long. Um, Wisconsin's got a fun team, man. Um, now
2: there's a tough there loss. Talk,
1: well, there was talk before the game started that a win at Nebraska and they could have been a one. They could have been at least in the talk for a one seat, but now. If they they lose that and lose at Purdue, I mean versus Purdue,
0: yes,
1: it might be out of the realm of possibility. But they beat Purdue. There's still there might be a chance. Um, I'm just going to be honest with you: the Big Ten is not as good as it has been in the past. You got probably three teams and everybody else. You got Purdue,
0: Illinois. the other day there was four teams in the top fifty in the net rankings in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's, it's not it's not a it's not a great league, um.
1: You know you got Illinois, Wisconsin, and Purdue as your top three, and then after that it's just a crapshoot to who you want, who you think is going to be in the the four or five. Four sports.
2: teams
0: in the top fifty. The big the Big Twelve had ten. The SEC had eight. And then we well, and, and
1: we're not even sure that Michigan State makes it even makes the tournament yet.
0: Like, no. there's still. That's I'm going to uh, take Purdue in this game. I know it's a tough place to play. I know Wisconsin's good, but I'm going to trust, um, you know, Braden and and Zach Eady in this game. Um, and, and to finish it off, it will be a tight game. It'll be a close forgot, game. You
1: forgot somebody, Fletcher Voyer, He's really good, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, he, he's tough. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've got some, some good players on this Purdue team, and I think they're one yeah. of the better teams in the country. I think they're a lot better than they was a year ago. I do, too. The guard plays way better. Yeah. All right, John. This is the last game. I've I've done it last for this purpose. This is tomorrow night's game. It's at Rupp Arena. Kentucky, of course, is coming off of a stunner loss late in the game to Florida. Um, Tennessee is a a one-and-a-half point favorite at Rupp in this Mm -hmm. game, according to DraftKings. And I found that interesting because Houston's a two-and-a-half point favorite at Kansas. And I don't know when the last time Kansas and Kentucky at home were both underdogs on the you same want know,
1: You want to know a key stat in this game? This has been very interesting. In the, each of the last four years, one team has swept the other in the season series. Um, Kentucky swept them last year. Yeah. And in 2021, the ball swept them in 21-22 and 19-20. If that streak continues, the Vols are due for a sweep this year.
2: <laughs>
1: so, with that being said, I do not think this will be a sweep. I think this will be a, a split, one or two ways. Um, but I don't. Yeah. I don't think you know. I don't think this is going to be a a sweep by no means. Now, it could change. Somebody could hit the other, but. I like the Wildcats to bounce back from a loss to Florida um, with a big home win against Tennessee. Um, Kentucky, man, they play so fast. But they're very efficient when they do. They have the best offense in the SEC. Um, they're 3-1 against ranked opponents this year. The Vols haven't won a game in Kentucky since 21, I think. Um, they're also 1-2 against ranked opponents on the road this year. Um, I think they beat Wisconsin on the road, maybe. I think that's who they beat. Um so that was early. That was, early.
2: Like that, well, first that was early. early.
1: That was early in the that was early in the year, man. But yeah, I think Kentucky wins this game. Um there's just something about, you know, I know they struggled Wednesday night against Florida. They had some shots that you know they, they should have hit, they should have hit their free throws. But something about this rivalry, um, I'll say this. Oh, it it'll bring out the, the best. It'll bring it out, the best. out the best of each team, it and does. it seems like you know when they see that orange, it's like they just they they they're ready to ball. And
0: they and they hate our blue just as bad. So I it mean, just it's as bad. It, it,
1: it's it's a it's a two sided, um, spot. So
0: um, give me Kentucky. This here's what, in
2: this I, here's what I'm going to say.
0: I know that you know we missed a free throw, and I know everybody's talking about missing a shot or two and stuff. But our defense is atrocious. It's it's bad. It's atrocious. I'm just going to be flat honest with you. Our defense is atrocious. I don't understand all the helping off of shooters. I don't understand, you know, just like you know, at the the last shot in regulation, I mean, Clayton Jr. hit six or seven three-pointers, and we are fading into the lane. All you got to do. Do is stay in his shorts for five seconds. That's all I got to do. I mean, and and instead we are fading into the lane and can't recover on these shots, and we do it over and over and over and over trip after trip after trip after trip. Down you know, the
1: floor. there was something that I seen in this game that really brought my attention. There was a there was a point in there where it was a four. No, it was a two point game. Um, and they failed Dillingham. If if I would have been Coach Cal, I would have called timeout in that situation. And I would have had Dillingham bringing the ball
0: Daniel, down. I hope you give him
1: some good luck. Um, um, I would have had Dillingham on the out-of-bounds. And I would have had Reed Shepard getting the ball in the crunch. Because I trust him at the free throw line more than I do anybody else. Um, I think he would have been the one to not nail him down. Because, you know, what he did at Texas A&M, he hit those two to send to overtime. You know, the kid is not – he's fearless whenever it comes to a big play late in the game. He just made one mistake, and he jump faked on that man, and he he made him pay for it.
0: Um, the jump fakes are what gets me. Another thing that gets me with this well, team – Reed does that a lot, but that's not what bothers me the most. What bothers, what me, bothers is, me is helping and <laughs> sinking into the lanes yeah. off of shooters. Well, That's and what another thing, me. another thing that bothers me is these straight line drives
1: where they just get by their man, just like they they're right at the basket and they just go in and lay it in. You know, there was two or three times where they just went over Ugo and they just went over him and went in. And then another thing I have an issue with is I get it. Ugo is just he's working himself back into the into the mix. He's trying hey, to figure Hugo things out. Ugo played
0: really well. You go played really well, right?
1: But there was a few times under the basket he just missed too many easy little shots, like little tip-ins, lay-ins. They was just – I think they was too
0: hard on the go. Yeah. but He had a few of those. I agree. But, but like I Chris said – Chris Vaughn, this little point you have here on the screen that I got right here on the screen, I'm going to tell you, Coach Cal is too damn stubborn to do it. He's too damn stubborn to do it. And I'm just being straight-up honest with you guys. He's too damn stubborn to do it. Every, Almost every coach in the country, watch college basketball around the country, almost every coach in the country in the last five to ten years has changed their stance on whether or not to foul when you're up three and put them on the line, except John Calipari. If you watch basketball around the country, almost every single coach has changed their stance except John Calipari. And he continues time after time after time to show that he's too damn stubborn to change. Well, and I'm going to say this.
1: Um, I know this is we, – we covered Kentucky, and, and that's part of our um, sportscast. But I, I want to say this. I want to give credit. To 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 the the good of this series, um, Dalton Connect might be one of the best players I've seen at Tennessee probably since Chris Lofton. Um, the kid can oh, play;
2: he's, he's fantastic. And
0: he, I told y'all last week shoot. on this very show that I, I love like watching him play. He,
1: he 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 looks for the basket. He looks for shots. The biggest problem with Tennessee that I've seen in the games that I've watched, I watched the South Carolina game. I watched the uh, Mississippi State. I watched the two losses, and I watched the Georgia
0: game. Beyond him, yeah, there's just not a lot, there's not a lot they, of help. they don't look for anything else. They look for Dalton Connect
1: every time down the floor. Every, every down, trip down the floor. See, here's they, how you plan against that. You let Dalton Connect get his 30, and you try to
0: limit the rest of them. Because he's going to drop thirty on you. I only have only have one problem with that, John. If we play defense, if you say let him get his thirty, and we sag off and help to off of him to help these others to shut the others down, Dalton Connect's going to score fifty. Yeah, it's more likely what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm telling you, Dalton Connect's going to score fifty if they don't get in his shorts. And play some damn defense, he's gonna tear them up on tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, and and I just kind of want to give good. him credit. I just want to give him credit, he's a really good player. You know, you got two going at it that are really good.
0: Antonio Reeves, he's I playing. Mean, I would love thing. to see Reeves go for 32, but I'm gonna tell you guys right now. I I, I mean Dalton Connect's the real deal tomorrow night. He's, he's good, and and, yeah. he's and, and I'm gonna tell you he's fun to watch. He's fun to I mean he he's a great basketball player.
1: And he and he's not he's not one of those guys you want to hate either. Like he, he plays the game the right way. No,
0: absolutely. I even though he's wearing that god-awful orange that everybody knows that I hate, I can't <laughs> say I can't say that he I, I don't like Dalton. He he's fun to watch. He I mean he's he's just, he's just Bas-
2: take-
0: he's just a pure
1: basketball player, is all you can say about it. Yeah. Um, Antonio yeah. Reeves is so, the same way.
0: Um, I th- My, I feel like my only play- question with, with this game at Rupp, should should Kentucky win at Rupp? Absolutely. I, I feel like it should be a split. Kentucky wins at Rupp, and they win in Knoxville. That's the way I feel about this season with us and, and Tennessee. However, is D.J. Wagner playing? is Justin Edwards playing. According according to
1: the tea leaves that I read tonight, um, Justin Edwards is good to go. Now, whether that st- changes at game time, I don't know. But that's the word. And I don't know nothing about Wagner. Today was a
0: absolute goose chase. I'm not even going to. Listen, Matt Jones is an idiot. That's all I'm going to say. You said it, not me. (laughs) I'm going to say it. And if he comes after me, he comes after me. But Matt Jones is a damn idiot. That's all I'm going to say. I've had – you have no idea. It feels good to me, actually, because I have had at least six, eight people today contact me during the day and said, hey, man, Matt Jones is saying this and Matt Jones is saying that. Do you know if this is any – I mean, fans actually are contacting me to ask me if I think if if I if I know it's BS. That's how fans feel about Matt Jones. I just want you to know.
1: <laughs> hey, you
0: said it. You said it. Not not not, I, not me. I'm I'm telling you. I'm Leave telling me you. Out of- I Leave have fans me today message me all day long asking me if Matt Jones is full of BS.
1: <laughs> Leave me out of your dilemmas. <laughs> okay. But That's all I'm here, gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say for the end of this
0: for this game. And I did not say what the issue was. It has to do with Wagner. I did not say anything else. That's all I'm gonna say. But to, to add
1: to your point on the <laughs> Kentucky game with Tennessee, like I said, they bring out the best of each other. Um, you know, there was a game last week. Where um, Kentucky didn't play good, and a Tennessee media member met, mentioned, I think it was on a it was on an article or something. They said Kentucky won't play that way against Tennessee. He said they will not play that way. He said because when they Being play against the Tennessee,
0: concerns me. I'm just going to be up We've been without him two we games. Don't. We've lost both of them at rough. But what I but but when I'm getting
1: that is when Tennessee when there's a big game Miami. Uh, who else was it? North Carolina, when the when the decks are laying out on the floor, on the car, the cards are on the table. Kentucky,
0: they well, show up. Yeah, during big games, most of the time we do. Yeah, I, I mean I agree
2: with you.
1: See, and that's what I don't understand about these Texas A&M games. Which I know it was on the road. Like, if you can get up for the big games, why can't you get up for the the games in the middle of the week? Like, I don't but I get it. It's a rivalry game. Um, you know, they're, they're up for each other um, on both sides. When you see that orange and when you see, I appreciate um, that. Thank you, man. <laughs> when you see that orange and you see that blue, you just, you tend to hate each other. It's like a, it's like a mutual hate. And it's just something that just, it drives the rivalry together. Like it's. Y'all are,
0: I'm going to pick Kentucky. It's what I do. Yeah, I hate I'm not gonna pick Tennessee over Kentucky, not at Rupp. I might no, Knoxville, no. Uh, but I'm not going to yeah. at Rupp. Do I think they should they should win this game at Rupp? Absolutely. Um Wagner being out does concern well, me. That's, and there's another care. thing.
1: That, there's another thing that grinds my gears. And my mother mentioned this a couple, it might have been the other night. We, we do not know how to put teams away. Like, we get a no, lead on them, 10 or 11 points, we let them hang right in the game. Like, yep. it should be, we That's should good. we should put them away. Because you remember we had Florida down, was it 11 points, 10? We
0: had them 10. We
1: left them off Very left of them first half. the hook. I
0: know that.
1: Left them off the hook, so.
0: Yeah. All right, so I've got a few weekly player prop bets in here. I'm having a little bit of fun here with a couple of big games from tomorrow. I'm not going, we did Kentucky last week. So I'm going to pick a couple of other games. Um, We got two that I picked. I picked Duke versus UNC. I got Baycock with 11 over under 11 points and eight rebounds. What do you think um, tomorrow versus Duke? over, under, 11.5 points, eight rebounds. And so you can go over points, under rebounds, or vice versa, or whatever.
1: I'm going to go over rebounds. Um, the points, I don't know, man. That's You just don't know what you're going to get with Baycock. Like, you don't know if you're going to get a great game, an average. Like he's, I think it
0: mostly depends on if he's in foul trouble or not. Yeah, he stays in foul trouble son. Um yeah.
1: That's the biggest thing with him. Give me the under – um, for points and get me the over for the rebounds. I just I don't know
0: about the points because Duke has some. I think I'm going to take the over on. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to take the over on both in this one and just have. Reason I say
1: that is because Duke Duke has a couple bodies in the middle they can throw at him and and I, I just yes yeah,
0: they do. They do. I agree with you. The next one. This is Duke North Carolina again tomorrow. I got R.J. Davis. The this is from DraftKings now. These are these are player prop bets. Um, points for over under for RJ Davis is 21 and a half, and assist is three and a half. What do you think with RJ Davis? He's been playing really well in these big games 23,
2: 27.
1: I think I think you're I think you're over on both of them because you know he's going to be he's going to be the one guy. That Duke is going to be looking at the most. They're going to try to figure out how to stop him, but you can't really stop him. You just have to contain him. Um yeah. and you gotta you gotta let everybody else do the damage. Like, but if you've if you've noticed in the last two or three games, when RJ Davis is having a bad night, they usually get a big night from Cormac Ryan. Um, and then they get another big game from Harrison Ingram, Harrison Ingram, to me, Harrison Ingram's
0: a, been playing really well. Really, he's well. the X factor here. Like, yeah,
1: when he when he's playing really well, um, this North Carolina team can turn it up a notch. So, yeah, um, give me the over with the, the points and the assists. But I think Duke's going to try their best.
0: Too, and this one is over on both of them for RJ. Well, I think Duke.
1: I think Duke is going to try their best to limit what RJ Davis does, but you can't really limit it. It's just. You he's just have to make enough. sure that he. You just have to make sure he's that. Tough, that's for sure. Everybody, everybody else don't go off either. You know what I mean? Like.
0: Yep. So uh, the next one, I got a couple of Duke players here. I got Kyle Filipowski. Um, his over under is sixteen and a half points and eight and a half rebounds. I think he's night. key tomorrow. Night. I think he's really.
1: I think he's the key tomorrow night, in my opinion, um, because if we're being honest, him and um, Jeremy Roach and what's the other guy's name? McCain, um, McCain, McCain, McClain. McCain, McClain. Um, he's their main, it's, that's their main three. Um, and one of them, North Carolina's going to try to force it to, to another to another and try to shut down Kyle because Phil is a really good player. Um, he can do a lot more than just shoot the three. He can drive to the paint and, and make plays in the paint. He's so, been playing in he, the middle quite a bit
0: this year. He I has. Think. And he's a yeah. really fun
1: player to watch. Um it's tough. I think he gets over on both of these.
0: That's no what I'm thinking as well. I think he gets yeah. over on both of these players. If I was if I was a bad yeah, man, he, I think I would because go he's over. around because he's around the rim a lot. And yeah. he's he's gonna make plays on the rim. Yeah, I think I would bet over on this. Um, I expect this game to be pretty high scoring. I expect it to be in the 80s. Yeah, it's gonna, be,
1: it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty
0: tight. Yeah. Um and my last one, this Duke player, Tyrese Proctor. Um, I, I got him at 12 and a half point. Well, I say I. DraftKings has him at 12 and a half points and two and a half assists. Here's the thing about Proctor. You just don't know what you're gonna get with him. It's, it's. I got it. I'm gonna say under on points and over on assists. I what am I'm too. I, you know, I like Tyrese Proctor. I think
1: he's a really good player. There's just so many other guys that he go that they go to with the dark, like you know McLean,
2: yeah, um,
1: Phil Paske, Jeremy Roach. Um, I'm trying to think of the other guy's name. bake ba- I think Baker's in the middle. I think, but. There's just other guys that he go to, and, and Tyrese is more of a distributor than he is a shooter, I think.
0: That's I say I'm,
1: I think I'm going to go under on the points and over right?
0: on the assist.
1: You just never know about a game. He could take off and just blow up. So, um, yeah. But I, I'm going to be like That's, you. I'm going to take the a little over. bit
0: of fun to have here at College Sportscast on these prop bets. I know a lot of people are getting into prop bets. You can go to DraftKings. You can look these up. You can bet on these. Um, drop $5 so, or whatever, I bet, gotta... carefully, bet carefully. I'm not, you know, but to have a little bit of fun, um, thought we would kind of mix this up and, and do some player props each week, throw just a few in here. The other game we're going to talk about is Houston versus Kansas tomorrow. I've got Hunter Dixon. Um, his over under is 15 and a half points and nine and a half rebounds. And again, you can go over on one, mm-hmm. under on the other um what do you think on this this is draft kings. that's gonna to, to be tough
1: on the on the points um especially the way Houston plays defense um they're gonna to try to limit him a little bit um I will say he'll get the nine and a half rebounds because he he's basically at the rim every single every single shot yeah, so he
0: he'll get twelve rebounds probably
2: yeah easy yeah yeah
1: um give me the over for the rebounds. Um and the under for the point. I just don't. I think they're going to try to limit Hunter Dickinson what he can do tomorrow. All right. Um. I'm telling you, man. It's Houston defensive special, man. They, they are. They are. So I'm,
0: I'll agree with you on that one. Really my, my other one with the Houston and Kansas game. My other player for Kansas that I picked was Kevin McCuller. Uh, McCuller's got 15 and a half points as well and five and a half rebounds for him. I think that's doable, with how he shoots.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The I, biggest, point, the, the
2: biggest key in
1: this game, school. for me, the biggest key in this game, we say we say it all the time, is the is one Harris. Um, he's got to have a big
0: game if Kansas DeJuan DeJuan wants to win this game. He's got he's got to play. Yeah, Harris, Because Harris Harris is going to be guarded by Jamal Shedd probably, and he is yeah. like. Lights out defender. Yeah, he's really so it's good. going
2: to
1: be tough tomorrow, I think. I'm telling you, man, if there's one team that can go into
0: the fog and win, it's this Houston team. So I got, of course, a couple of players off the of Houston here, doing a little two players off of each team. We got Jamal Shedd, 15 and a half points, four and a half assists. What do you think on I him? Think I think I think that's right.
1: Um, he, he gets his, he gets his every night.
0: So yeah. I, over think, on I, think, I think over on both of those. yeah. All right. And then, of course, the last player with Houston, I got LJ Cryer. They got him at 14 and a half points and two and a half made three pointers, is what that is. Man, LJ Cryer is not really, he's not
1: impressed me much lately. Like he's he's had a couple of good games and he's just like it's like he's overshadowed by Jamal Shedd, honestly. Um, which Jamal sheds their their main guy, so yeah. and, and LJ Cryer is too. But a lot of recognition and accolades go go towards Jamal Shed. But LJ Cryer is great in his own right. Um, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Those two together against Kansas, Kansas is gonna have their hands full as well. Vice versa, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. So. Especially yeah, I mean, even a home game, even in a home game. So,
0: I'm going to go over on the made three-pointers. Yeah, I am too. That's what I was going to do. The points, I just don't know. And the points, he might be in that 12 or 13 range. Houston plays great defense, and you're not going to score. This is going to be a 60-point mm-hmm. game. Yeah. The only way you get it into a hot. The
1: only way you get so, it. Into, you know well the I mean? only way you're gonna get it, the only way you're gonna get into a high scoring game is if you get Houston into a frenzy and you force them to make things that they normally don't do. And they play they just I, don't really, I mean, time.
0: I really expect this to be a 60-point game. I really do. Well, and I
1: say that with saying that Houston's very disciplined, they're very precise on how they run their defensive sets. And it's going to be tough for Kansas to get out and
2: run if You're watching Just team. so you
0: know, when I say a 60-point game, I mean within the 60s is what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't mean it's going to be stop at 60. Is that I mean is that's the your last? Is that your last um, FanDuel thing? It is. That's it. I just well, thought reason, we'd have a little bit of fun with our
1: player props. reason I said that is because there's some other key games tomorrow that you – you want me to just you want me to name them a little bit? Yeah, there's
0: a bunch of games. I I picked um, eleven, um, and then I did player props for two of the biggest games of the year. You know, for or for the weekend so far.
1: At one o'clock tomorrow, South Carolina goes to Georgia. This will be big for South Carolina, I think, because if if they lose this, do they still get ranked?
0: Um, That's the Because they beat Tennessee Tuesday. South Carolina deserves to be in the top 15, guys. Vote them. They need to be not not just ranked. They deserve to be in the top 15. They're 18-3 and and beat the fifth-ranked team and the sixth-ranked team. Put them in there. That's all I'm saying.
1: Um, Virginia goes to Clemson, which that's a big game for Clemson because of their bubble situation. Clemson needs that win, especially at home. Um, Trying to think. There's – um, Texas goes to TCU tomorrow. That will be a big game for Texas. Texas. They got to have you. a They, gotta, they Texas, had a win.
0: They played a pretty big game. Was it UCF? Or somebody
1: UCF, play? I think. Um, trying to see here. I was going down through here. Um, um, oh, Florida goes on the road to Texas A&M. That's a huge game for Florida. That will be what? Back-to-back quad one games? Like quad one yeah. wins? That's a big deal yeah. for them. Um,
0: Especially when so, they didn't have any until they played us. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: trying to think. Then there's uh, – I'm trying to see here. Uh, Maryland goes on the road to Michigan State, which that's a big Michigan game really State for both of them.
2: Michigan State that's needs for, a big game.
1: That's for both of them because – Maryland's actually playing a lot better the last couple of games. They've really turned it Kevin Willard
2: is
0: a good coach, man. and I played ball against Kevin Willard. The
1: underrated game of the night in the conference – I'm thinking this is Conference USA, North Texas um, and South Florida. South Florida is 14-5, and ladies and gentlemen. Um, They're having an unbelievable season so far. Um, Charlotte is too. Charlotte actually leads – I think it's the AAC, is it? Um in the Memphis League. Maybe I believe it is.
0: Well, yeah. FAU's in there too.
1: They are. Um Charlotte, if I'm not mistaken, they lead the conference right now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I'm trying to see if there's more games here. Um Syracuse goes to Wake Forest. That's a big game, especially for Wake after them losing to Pitt earlier this week. Um, that's yeah. a crucial game at home for Wake. Florida State Burnley. goes to Louisville. That's a big game. <laughs> they do. That's a big game. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to fill that <laughs> Um Trying to see here. Oh, um, Oregon goes to UCLA. Listen, UCLA is playing really good basketball right now. They're playing a lot better than they have. Oregon is kind of on the.
0: the Get worked out, but he had seven freshmen, seven new players. Oregon is kind of on the teetering for the bubble. Yeah, they are. They are.
1: You can't. You can't, you can't afford to lose this game if you're, well, if you're I mean, Oregon. UCLA started five
0: and five. They started terrible. Well,
1: and I'm going to be honest with you, the Pac-12 is not a good conference. You know, Arizona. Arizona might be the only team in there that's really, really good. Like it's really, you know, really Arizona good State.
2: Game.
1: Arizona State started out good, then they kind of fell off. Um, Stanford's okay. Yeah, Utah, I mean, Utah's decent, pretty decent. But they, Utah has had some weird games this year, man. Yeah. They've won some games, and they've just got blown out in a few of the others. Like Washington's up and down. Um. If we're going yeah. to be Frank Washington states actually been next to Arizona that's been better.
0: Maybe was it? Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe. But
1: be they right beat Arizona. They beat Arizona, which they got a game at Washington tomorrow night, which will be a big game for them. So, yeah. um, Vegas bench warmer said, "Great show, appreciate it. Is that is that a hockey?
0: Appreciate you, Vegas. That's ben. hockey. That's hockey in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a hockey podcast. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yep. Check them out. Appreciate anybody. Everybody stopped by tonight. Um, we are going to be doing our weekend wrap up. I will have John Roberts with me and possibly Jason Harrison. I'm not sure. Um, I'll have to check with him over the weekend. And I might have a guest
1: next Friday night. I don't know yet. Um, a bracketologist, so let,
0: let's That's let's good. wait a minute. It's I don't getting, know yet. It's about that time of year. I can start on having, having yet. a bracketologist. He's, he's, sort of, he's got a sort of schedule
1: out, um, but I'm hoping to have one next week. And by the way, did GNW just say that he'd rather watch college pick him over KSR? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I put that up there. That's why yeah, I was like,
1: like – hey, that, 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 like that was pretty good, man. Yeah. I just now noticed that.
0: Hmm.
2: All
1: right, guys. Everybody out there, I did not say what I wanted to say. Brad was the one that said it, not me. So don't don't tag me on anything. (laughs) Brad was the one that said it.
0: The Matt Jones war coming. It's coming. (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right, guys. Uh, Check us out. Our weekend wrap-up show will be Sunday at 3 o'clock Central Time. We will be here to wrap up all of these games. Uh, there's a bunch of good, great weekend of college basketball this weekend. Um, so, hey, you know, I got to
1: shout out to my um, baby cousin, Timberly uh, Frederick, tonight. She had her 1,000th career points um, at her next home game. I'm guessing they will give her a game ball um, to put in her her record book. Um, she's a really good shooter. She she can shoot the three. She can do a lot of things. She's a really good player. If I'm not mistaken, she's a junior right now in high school. Hey,
0: a thousand points is a big
1: deal. So it's a it's big, a big deal. it's a big deal. So shout out yep. to her tonight. Um, She's a really good basketball player. She plays for Knox Central in uh, Barville, Kentucky. If you haven't watched her, you need to watch her. She's a really good player. They got a really good team. Um, they're coming together at the right time, which That's right now, which 13th region, That's and right now.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: and right now is when everybody separates the the wheat from the from the chaff.
0: Oh yeah, so to speak. Yeah. So absolutely, Pretenders from contenders. So. All right, guys. This has been College Sports Game Day Pick'em, Week Twenty Four, Season Two. We appreciate you being with us, and check us out on Sunday for our weekend wrap-up show. Everybody, y'all have a good night.